You are listening to Victory Alabang Podcast. Where is God when we are weak? Find out in the second week of this series on worship from this message by Pastor Sunny Waman. Ngayon po tayo po ay nasa ikalawang yugto ng ating serye na pinamagatan po nating More Than a Song. Gaya po nung nakita natin sa video, sa interview, na, you know, at times, uh, tayong mga Kristiyano, we just thought that worship is bound with, with songs, you know? And uh, many times, we do worship, we do praise sa Panginoon mechanically or out of a routine. At uh, ito po ang dahilan, that's the reason why we are setting this uh, series because uh, we believe that at the end of the series, bawat isa po sa atin will just learn how to worship God regardless kung ano man ang ating mga sitwasyon, regardless of our circumstance, and at the same time, as we recognize who God is and what He can do for us. Pag naunawaan natin, sino ang Diyos, anong kanyang kayang gawin sa atin, kahit hindi ho kayo umaawit, kayo ho ay pwedeng sumamba sa Kanya. Pero maganda ang pag-awit. Tama ko ba? Ilan sa inyo, enjoy kayong umawit, kahit hindi enjoy ang awit sa inyo. Tiring aside. Alright. So, uh, sa buong isang buwan, uh, Last week po, sinimula natin pag-aralan ang tungkol kay David at kay Goliath. At nakita natin na ang Diyos po ang nakikipagpunggaliong, nakikipaglaban para sa atin. Ano man po ang mga battles na inaharap natin, the battle is the Lord but the victory is ours. Yun po ang sinasabi ng Biblia. Ngayon, pag-usapan natin tungkol sa ating mga kahinaan. Ilan sa inyo ang naniniwalang meron kayong kahinaan? Okay, so yung iba hindi naniniwala. Na sila ay may kahinaan and actually yun ang pinakakahinaan nila. And hindi nila maunawaan na meron silang kahinaan. And third week we'll be talking about God is, is our vindicator and on the last week God restores us when we fall. So we will be looking at the uh, life of David in the book of Samuel and then we are going to relate it to sa mga songs na sinulat niya in the book of Psalms. So from time to time I'll be jumping from 1 Samuel 23 and then, uh, dalawang uh, chapters in the book of Psalms na sinulat po ni David. Ganun po ang gagawin natin para makita natin again what was what was really behind the song when David wrote that worship or that song. Okay? Alright. So, let me start with a question. Alam nyo, may lig ako lagi magtatanong. Kasi noong ako yung nag-aaral, lagi akong tinatanong, lugi ako, ngayon ako bumabawi. So, magtatanong, kayo po ba, have you ever experienced to be in a position where you cannot do anything for the betterment? of a situation. Nananasan nyo na yun? Ilan sa inyo nakaranas doon? Let me see right here. Okay, wow. So tama. Tama ang, uh, tama ang pag-uusapan natin ngayon. Many times, nalalagay po tayo sa mga sitwasyon na ayaw natin, nalalagay po tayo sa mga sitwasyon na how we wish we can do something for the betterment of the situation. But, you know, at the end of the day, we discovered na because of our limit, uh, because of our limitations, so to speak, tayo po ay hindi makagalaw sa nais natin galaw. But the good news is, regardless of what situation we're into, regardless of how much we become weak sa mga sitwasyon natin, we still have a great God, we still serve a faithful God, we still uh, have the promise of God that He will never leave us nor forsake us. Amen. Okay, so may I request you to stand up as we give respect to the reading of the Word. We'll be reading in the book of Psalm, chapter 63, verses 1 to 8. Samahan po ninyo ako sa pagbasa ng malakas, simulan po natin. O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My body longs for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. 
I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and glory. Because your great love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with the riches of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. On my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night. Because you are my help, I sing in the shadow of your wings. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. Father, we thank you again this morning for allowing us to be here just to fellowship with you, just to fellowship with fellow believers of God and to hear and study your word. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in our midst. We continue to acknowledge you are our best teacher. And this morning, God, just illuminate our minds, illuminate our thinking. Allow us, oh God, to see what is behind every song that David wrote. This is what we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may now have your seat. Praise God. More than a song. Actually, ang tema po, the theme of this psalm, in Psalm 63, is basically the desire to be in the presence of God, the desire to experience the protection of God as well as His provision. Now, uh, meron pong mga ilang pagtatalo ang mga pantas sa Biblia. Some of the Bible scholars would say that Psalm 63 was basically written during this time. Yung, yung sa 1 Samuel 23, where David was sought after ni King Saul. You know, hinahunting po si David ni Haring Saul at ito po ang kanyang naisulat na awit. Yung iba naman pong mga pantas, ang sabi nga, yung daw Psalm 63 is in connection with uh, David fleeing before his son na si Absalom. Kung naalala po ninyo, si Absalom po ay nagrebelde sa kanya, pilit na ninakaw ang kaharian na pag-aari ng kanyang ama, saklap, ano? Ninenok yung kaharian ng tatay niya. You know, he won the hearts of the people and so David flee before Absalom and so some of the Bible scholars again said that Psalm 63 was written for that background. Well, since many of the Bible scholars are divided whether saang uh, buhay, partan buhay ni David, sinulatan Psalm 63, for me, I, I look at it this way. You see, David has the same perspective. He has the same experiential knowledge of who God is. And because of that, ang attitude ni David is regardless kung ano man ang sitwasyon, he would always respond the same way. Meaning, he would always go back to God and declare and acknowledge who God is sa buhay niya. Okay? So, kaya safe pa rin po natin pag-uusapan or makikita rito uh, na posibleng ito rin ay bahagi. Maring hindi yung buong Psalm 63, part of it is in support of what had happened when David fled, uh, fled before uh, King Saul. Now, you would also notice na sa awit ng uh, etong Psalm 63, wala po kayong makikitang any petition. Walang hiningi si David. Bagamat he was in a, in, a, in a tight situation, pero he didn't ask for anything sa Diyos. Galing, ano? I mean, tayo, by nature, konting ano lang natin, di ba, nakahingi kagad tayo kay Lord. No, nothing is wrong with that. But my, my point lang is that because David is a man after God's heart, more than just asking for things sa Diyos, what he would normally do, he would always end up in worshiping God. Because he knew his God, that was what we had discussed last week. David knew his God, and because he knew his God, he had an experience with God. So basically, every time he would worship and declare who God is, the presence of God would start to manifest in his life. Kaya dumarating sa eksena ang Diyos, tinutulungan si David kung ano man ang kanyang 
uh, sitwasyon o anuman ano ang kanyang nararanasan. Kaya makikita nyo ito, ito ay pagbubuhos ng kanyang puso sa Panginoon, bahagi ng kanyang pagbubulay-bulay, meditation, y- yun po ang makikita natin, na siyang nagbigay ng aliw sa isipan ni David. Hindi ba? Wala nang ibang masarap na umaliw sa atin kapag tayo dumadal sa pagsubok, kundi ang salita ng Diyos. Nama ho ba? Amen. Hindi, tignan ang katabi mo, sabi mo, hindi mo kailangan ng happy hour. Okay. So, it also contains different vows of David, uh, you know, which he made to God during his trying times. Okay? So, yun po ang, ang, ang senaryo na ito. Ngayon, tatalun po tayo doon sa storya na ni David sa unang Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 23. But let me just give you a good background. If you still remember, after David defeated Goliath, you know, uh, kinuha po siya ni Saul sa kanyang kaharian. In fact, he wanted David to stay with him doon sa kanyang kingdom. And he asked the permission of his father, si Jesse, na pahintulutan si David na pumisa na kay Haring Saul. Kaya lang, dumating po sa punto na si David, nung naging bahagi ng man, na bilang opisyal na mandirigma ni Haring Saul, eh, at dahil ang Diyos ay sumasa kanya, lagi siyang pinagtatagumpay ng Diyos. Isn't that great? You know, if God is for you, the Bible says, who can be against you? And so God would always give David the victory and success in whatever battle na pinadadala siya ni, David, ni Haring Saul. Ngayon, the sad part is that because of this, nainggit si Haring Saul. King Saul was so envious, he was so insecure with David. Alam niyo, insecurity is a very dangerous thing sa buhay natin. You know? And because of that insecurity and jealousy and envy, he decided to kill David. Okay? So, you know, ilbes niyang um, uh, plinano at sinubuang patayin si David until si David po ay umalis na sa kanya. Lumayo na, tumakbo na, nagtago. Hindi dahil sa may kasalanan siya, kundi dahil lamang merong mingi or merong uh, gustong pumatay sa kanya. Now, imagine with me for a while, uh, if you were in the shoes of the or sandals of David, wala pa siyang sapatos nun, if you're in the sandals of David, the people whom you have respected, the people whom you have served, the people whom you have worked with, napalita mo, is starting to look for your life para patayin ka. How would you feel? Have you ever experienced that? Yung mga taong nerespeto mo, mga taong pinaglingkuran mo, yung mga taong na kasama mo sa trabaho, Tapos iniisipan ka ng masama? Ilan ang saan nakaranas nun? Wala. Nainggit ako sa inyo. Talagang dahil kayo, you're living a perfect life, you know. Talagang well protected. Hindi kayo inilalagay ng Diyos sa mga ganong klaseng tao. Mm-hmm. But, you know, kung story at story lang, I can tell you a lot of, of my own personal stories where the people whom I've worked with, the people I've respected, alam mo yung mga taong tinitingala mo, hindi dahil mas matanggad siya sa'yo, pero, you know, in respect mo, tapos sila mismo ang nag-iisip para gawang ka ng masama? I mean, how dare they? Tama ko ba? Ganun na sitwasyon ni David. But this is what I discovered about David, yung, yung first part ng chapter 23, from actually, uh, verse 1 to 6, sabi ron, na, See, David, although he was a great warrior, he's a great strategist, but I discovered that never si David gumawa ng mga desisyon unless he first 
sought God. You know, every time siyang gagawa ng decision, you know, he would always seek God, Lord, anong gusto mo rito? He would, he would take the effort, alam niyo sa Bible, when you, you nabasa yung mga salitang effort, you know, yung effort, oh, ito yung electronic phone. You know, kundi, yung effort, ito po yung ano, ginagamit nila, yung urim, tumim, you know, ito yung ginagamit na every time they seek God. You know, hindi po, wala itong magical uh, thing whatsoever, pero ito lang yung parang trigger faith nila if they wanted to know the will of God kung, merong, kung dapat nilang gawin ng sambagay o hindi. Okay? So he would always ask the, for the priest, you know, especially the high priest or the prophet, he would inquire of the Lord. Now, which is the opposite of King Saul. Si King Saul, when he was rejected by God, ang tendency niya is later on, na makikita natin, uh, maikikwento ko rin, that he sought other means. Actually, nagpunta siya sa isang witch. Okay, and, and really ask to ano yung dapat niya gawin. Okay, so with that in mind, eto ngayon sa 1 Samuel chapter 23, yung storya. So David stayed in the desert strongholds and in the hills of the desert of Sif, day after day. Sabi mo nga, day after day. Ano sabi? Saul searched for him. Could you imagine, araw-araw, nagtatago siya? Hindi sa Miralco. Hindi ito sa nakamotor. Hmm. Nakaka-relate ba kayo? <laughs> day after day, Saul searched for him, but I love this. But God did not give David into his hands. Wow! That's the most comforting words I'd like to hear when people are seeking for my life. That God will not give us to their hands. How many of you would really would, would want that promise of God? Lalo pa kami, maraming humahanting sa inyo. You know? Hindi ha? Parang ang panalangin mo, Lord, kung ang mga bulag ay nabibigyan mo ng paningin, bulagin mo. <laughs> ang mga maniningil. <laughs> but kidding aside, the reason why this was declared the reason why God did this is simply because David lived in the will of God. I mean, listen guys, you can never approach God and try to claim for His promise if you are sinning against Him. I mean, halimbawa, just an example. Kunyari, halimbawa, uh, because of our wrong choices and decisions, probably, that created yung problema. Example. <laughs> Halimbawa, nabaon tayo sa utak. Yan maganda example. Nabaon tayo sa utak. Dahil din sa mga mali natin desisyon. Dahil sa marahil ay kakulangan ng ating pagiging mabuting tagapangasiwa ng pananalabi na itinagkakatiwala ng Diyos. Nalagay tayo sa sitwasyon na gano'n, tapos, saka mo, Lord, ang pangako mo, you shall provide. Well, there's no problem with the promise that God shall provide. But the problem is, we cannot twist the arms of God and force Him to do what He had promised if we are outside His will. I think the first thing we need to do is ask God for forgiveness. You know, una, and repent. And then God, just let me have your grace. And let me have your mercy. And alam na ni Lord kung gagawin. Now, I'm not saying that David did not live outside the will of God. Actually, he's just like you and me. He also lived outside the will of God. In fact, Dahil doon, may mga times, di ba? 
Si Batsiba, alam niyo naman yun. Kay Uriah, pinapatayin si Uriah, and so on. Marami rin siyang naging mga kasalanan sa Diyos. Pero ang maganda nito, yes, si David ay nagkaroon ng maraming kasalanan, pero he would always return to God and acknowledge his sin and ask for forgiveness and repent, and God, by His grace, would restore him, and that's the reason why he was called a man after God's heart. Nobody's perfect here, right? Pero again, we can learn from what David had done or yung mga decisions and perspective na meron siya. So, but God did not give David into his hand. While David was at Horish in the desert of Sif, he learned that Saul had to come out to take his life. Now, dahil sa sinarang ito, this was the reason why David declared yung Psalm 63. Nagtatago siya. Takbo siya ng TNT to si David. Ha? Huh? Pero TNT siya doon sa sarili niyang bayan. Dahil may manting sa kanya. And so this is the reason why he wrote Psalm 63, 1-5. Sabi niya, Oh God, you are my God. That's the first thing he declared. People are running after him. Maraming humanting sa kanya. Pero ang declaration niyo agad, Hindi, hindi. Lord, patala mo silang kitlat. Now, now. Hindi. He didn't even pray, God, kunin mo na sila. No. He acknowledged who God is. Sa buhay niya. And said, You are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. Kahit wala pang sprite noon, David obeyed his thirst. My, my body longs for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. It is as if sinasabi ni David, God, I really wanted to go into your sanctuary. Now, one, because during the time, listen, during the time, ang, ang nakagis na nila is that si God, andun lang sa sanctuary. Okay? And for them to, to have fellowship with God, they need to go to the sanctuary. Do you follow? Kunasan yung Ark of the Covenant and so on. Kaya lang si David dahil lang tatago, he has the desire. Remember when he said, there's only one thing I desire in my life and that is to be with you, God. To be in your presence, Lord. I'd rather stay in your tent than to be a, a thousand days in, in, in the tents of the wicked. He would always declare his desire to be in the presence of God. Kaya lang nga, because of the situation, malayo siya, he can't do that. And he discovered this, that wherever he is, he can worship God. He doesn't need to go to the sanctuary to worship God. Now, we love worshiping God dito. Tama? Gusto natin. I mean, ang sarap sumamba rito kasi walang, walang pipigil sa'yo. Masarap sumamba rito kasi walang magsasabi sa'yo, ang OA mo naman. But believe me, kahit wala tayo rito, we can still worship God. And that is what David had learned. And then, verse 3 says, Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. Para sinasabi ni David, Lord, anong saysay na ako'y buhay kung wala naman ang iyong pag-ibig? And sabi ni David, dahil ang iyong pag-ibig ay higit pa sa buhay, pupurihin kita. Amen. Na pag naunawaan natin na ang pag-ibig ng Diyos ay higit pa sa buhay, alam niyo, maraming tao dito, ay makikita niyo, kahit sa mall, kahit sa, you know, mga buhay naman eh. Pero wala ka buhay-buhay. They're breathing, they're walking, but you can never sense life at all. Why? It's because God is not part of their life. Amen. 
And so my soul will be satisfied. Or, sorry, verse 4. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, what? So nasa Bible ang pagtataas ng kamay. Ha? Bakit tayo nagtataas ng kamay sa Panginoon? Bukod sa worship. Simple lang. Nung nag-aaral kayo, bakit nagtataas ng kamay? Bukod sa sabihin yung present, kasi iba sa inyo, puro pa-check lang lang ating dance. Eh. Oh, ba't kayo nagtataas ng kamay sa school? Volunteer, ano pa? Dahil, alam nyo yung sagot. Nagtataas din tayo ng kamay sa buhay natin kasi alam natin yung sagot. Si Jesus yung sagot. Amen! And so my soul will be satisfied as with the riches of food, with singing lips, my mouth will praise you. So in the midst of David's weakness, what did he do? Where did David find strength? Saan ho ba siya nakatagpo ng kanyang kalakasan? Nung mga panahong wala siyang magawa para sa ikagaganda ng kanyang sitwasyon. In verse 16, it says here, And Saul's sons, Jonathan, went to David at Horus, and what? And? And? Pakibasa nyo, and? Where did David find strength? He found strength in God. And so, kung meron akong kukulitin sa inyo ngayong maga, that in times of weakness, God is the source of our strength. Wala ka ng ibang mapatagpuan na pagkukunan mo ng kalakasan, kundi ang Diyos. Kaya nga, balikan natin Psalm 23. Kaya sabi sa inyo, we'll be going back and forth dito sa dalawang ito. Sabi niya, On my bed, I remember you. I think of you through the watches of night. Because what? Ano ulit? He acknowledged, because you are my help. Parang, now, don't you ever forget, David defeated Goliath. He won a lot of battles. I mean, he can fight King Saul. He can do that. Meron na siyang mga, mga taong kapanalig, ika nga. Meron na siyang mga kakampi. But he didn't do that. I mean, David can even go to Saul's enemies and ally with them. Tama? I mean, punahin nyo, di ba mga tao ganyan? Yung, yung mga dati mong kasama, pag nakagalit, ano yung usual yung ginagawa ng iba? Yung kaaway ng dati mong kaibigan, sila ngayon yung kaibigan mo. Hindi, hindi kayo, yung iba. Bakit? Gusto mong inisin niyo, ha? Galit ka rito, ah, batita kayo. Away natin. Tama? He can do that, but he didn't. What did he do? He acknowledged, God, you are my help. Kung meron tutulong sa akin, God, ikaw yon. Yes, pwede akong tulungan ng tao, but man is limited. You're not. I see the shadow of your wings, verse 8. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. Wow, what an attitude. Hey, could you imagine? Yung iba, sasabihin kita, oh, babaw mo naman, baby. Konting bagay, puro ka nakapraise the Lord. Uh, di ba ganyan ang sinasabi sa inyo? Baka, you know, may problema kayo kasi sinasabi, hindi, andyan naman ang Diyos. Oh, naman, puro ka naman Diyos. Tama ba? Now, tama ho yun. We need to always acknowledge who God is in our lives. And so, you know, ano nangyari? Again, the Bible says, Jonathan helped David find strength 
in the Lord. In fact, in verse 8 ng chapter 23, balik na ulit tayo, sabi niya, the two of them, meaning Jonathan and David, uh, made a what? Covenant before the Lord. Then Jonathan went home, but David remained at Horesh. He made what? They made what? A covenant. And so where did David find strength? Saan? Saan siya nakatagpo ng kalakasan? Kanina, binasa natin. In the Lord. He found strength in the Lord. How? Paano? Kasi madaling sabihin, oh, you go to God, you find strength to God. Or in God. Yeah, tama! Paano? Lalo na, listen, lalo na kung yung sinasabihan mo nun, hindi pasanay kay Lord. How can they find strength in God? And let me just submit to you, in this story, David found strength in the Lord through a godly and committed friend. Through a godly committed And who's that? It's Jonathan. It is Jonathan. Si Jonathan ang tumulong sa kanya makatagpo at makakuha ng kalakasan sa Panginoon. Tatanungin ko kayo, mayroon ba kayong mga kaibigan na may takot sa Diyos at nagtalaga ng kanilang sarili sa inyo? Yan, yeah, naniniwala ko meron kayong mga kaibigan, but my question is, are they godly and committed to you? Why I, I, I intentionally I included the godly and committed. Why? Because the Bible says, "Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly." Kailangan tayong matalas mihingi ng payo pag dumadaan sa mga pagsubok. Sino madalas nating nilalapitan? Minsan po may lumapit sa akin at tumingi ng payo. Medyo madugo ng kaunti ang kanyang sitwasyon. At nung sinabi ko ang payo na nakalagay sa Biblia naman, eto sabi niya, sabi ko na nga ba yan ang sasabihin mo? Sabi ko sa kanya ganito, kung maasa ka na may iba kang maririnig, huwag ka sa kristyano magtanong. Kung hinihingi mo lang, kung ang inaasa mong marinig ay yung kikiliti sa iyong tenga, at taliwa sa salita ng Diyos, huwag ka sa kristyano magtanong. Now, maraming ganong tao. At nakakalungkot, may mga kristyano rin na ayaw humingi ng payo sa kapwa kristyano. Ba, alam nila kung ano'y sasagot. Nagahanap lang actually yung iba ng aayon sa gusto nila. Kaya niniwala ko, may mga kaibigan tayo. Pero ang tanong ko, may takot ba sila sa Diyos? but committed. Why committed? Kasi it's either a person is committed or committed. Di ba? Meron ba kayo mga kilalang kaibigan na dumadaan ka na sa matindi pagsubok dahil ang kitid, yan, mabuti nga sa'yo yan. Mabuti nga, ganyan lang nangyari sa'yo eh. Ang dapat mas malala pa. Sino mo yung tabi mo? Sabi yung buti lang, hindi ka ganun. May mga kaibigan tayo na narinig natin, para sige, kami pa, andito kami sa likod mo, kapag-alala. Tama, andun sila sa likod mo, andun. Yung iba naman, andyan lang sa likod mo, para andito kami sa likod mo. Mga kaibigan na hindi nang lalaglag. 
Mga kaibigan na hindi ka lang kaibigan kasi may nakukuha sa'yo. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> He found strength in the Lord. Now, verse 17. Sabi ni Jonathan, Don't be afraid, he said, My father's soul will not lay a hand on you. Now, yung laying a hand there, hindi lay hand na ganun, ha? Ibig sabihin nung papatayin o sasaktan. Sabi niya, My father's soul will not lay a hand on you. You, tingnan nyo to, sabi niya, you will be what? King. It was a declaration by David, I'm sorry, by Jonathan to David. You will be king over Israel and I will be second to you. Even my father's soul knows this. Now, listen. Ancient. During their time, monarchy. Ang anak ng hari, automatic yan. Yan ang kasunod ng hari. Now, sa panahon nila, sa monarchy na, hindi yung Pagka mayor ka, ang anak mo susunod na mayor. Hindi yon ha? Iba yon Iba yon Okay? Na- na- naunawaan niyo po ba ako? Iba ang setup nun, ha? Hindi, gusto ko lang liwanagin. Huwag na nga, huwag na, huwag na. And, and uh, this is my question, actually. This is the question I have in mind. Now, why was... Jonathan able to say that you will be king over Israel and I'll just be second to you. I mean, he knew he can be the king but he already accepted the fact that David is God's chosen king. Jonathan knew that because his father did not obey God wholeheartedly because King Saul rejected the commands of God when he was asked to destroy all the Amalekites Hindi niya pinatay lahat yun. You can read that uh, sa mga naon ng mga kabanata. And so, sabi ni God, because you have rejected me, I also reject you to be the king of Israel. And so, God asked the prophet Samuel to go to Jesse's house at, you know, uh, inanoint niya si David to cut the story short. And so, my, my point is this. Si Jonathan wala doon nung inanoint si David ni, ni King Samuel I'm sorry, ni, ni Prophet Samuel wala siya ron. you know, how did he know? now, probably, you know, this is a safe uh, safe na assumption he could have heard a lot of people say about that he could have known the word of God and that's the second thing that David found strength through God's word I mean, as I've said a while ago, wala nang comforting sa buhay natin, lalo na kung ikaw ay dumadaan sa mga pagsubok, kundi marinig kung ano ang pangako ng Diyos sa iyo. Hinahabol si David, maraming gustong pumatay kay David, nagpakita ang Jonathan kay David at sabi, David, ikaw ang susunod na hari. Kung ako si David, hello, eto nga ang gusto na akong deduin ang hari-hari pong mga pinagsasasabi mo dyan. But you know, I, I, I believe David found strength again because of the words that God had already said for him. Amen. And so my question is this. In the situation you're going through right now, what do you think is God's promise for you on that specific situation? Because unless you know God's promise, then it's hard for us to find strength. Pag wala ka ng pera at makikita mo bulsa mo, makikita mo wallet mo, 
I mean, you can never find strength on that. So, makikita mo pa yung nakamoto. Lalo ko nangihina. Nagtatrabaho lang naman yung nakamoto. Wala naman siyang kasalanan. Tapos siya, sisisihin mo. Narito pa ko ba kayo? Now, we can only find strength. Again, aside from godly, through godly and, and committed friends, but we can also find God's strength through His Word. You see, His Word, His promises would always give you strength. His Word and His promises would always encourage you in whatever situation you're in. Remember what was saying, what she was saying? I mean, I was trying to imagine that. Sabi ko, how would I respond? How, what will I do? You know, remember the story nung yung si Malu, yung wife ko? Galing kami nung sa youth camp and then hinatid namin yung huling-huling youth na sakay namin, hinatid namin sa bahay nila. And then right after that, sabi ni Malu sa akin, padalin mo na ako doon sa doktora yung OB niya. So I just knew in my heart something went wrong. Hindi siya may imit. And when we reached yung hospital, I discovered na dinugo siya. And she was pregnant. Yung time na yun. Okay? And so, you know, kinama, hana, kahit ako pastor, kinamahan ako. Alright, so madali, emergency and everything. And habang nasa emergency room si Malu, I was trying to argue with God. Si God, sabi mo. That's what I said. I started, re- I started reminding him. Not because he forgot, but simply because, God, I'm standing on your promise. Lord, sabi mo, I will be serving you. Walang makukunan. Walang, walang baog and so on. You know, I was, I don't know, I was, I was arguing with God. No, hindi pa ako tapos na nagtatanong sa Diyos, lumabas yung OB. Sabi niya, Mr. Waman, ito sabi niya, Mr. Waman, eto ho sana yung anak niyo. Now, ano yung tanong ko kay God? Bakit siya nakunan? Sabi niya, Mr. Waman, eto ho sana yung anak niyo. Pinakita sa akin parang plastic balloon. Yeah. Sabi niya, eto ho sana yung anak niyo. Hindi ho nakunan yung, yung asawa niyo. Bakit? Wala kang kukunin. Kasi hindi ho nabuo. So, alam niyo na rin ang kibig na sabi ko kay Lord. Actually, Lord, hindi naman talaga. I have a lot of stories to tell you, but you know, time won't allow us. So again, through the word of God. And so, after that, um, alam nyo nangyari, oh, si David, he left again his place, yung sieve. Uh, yun yung place na yun, kasi ito yung tinulungan niya. Eh. Now, ito pa masaklap eh. Tinulungan niya yung mga tao sa sieve. Okay, Z-I-P-H. Tinulungan niya yung mga tao doon against the Philistine. Now listen. At yung mga tao mismong tinulungan niya, yun ang nag-choo-choo sa kanya. Punta sila kay Haring Saul. Haring Saul, yun na si David. Ito na. <laughs> and he went to the desert of, you know, of Maon and so on. And, you know, when he fled from Sif, okay, kasi nilaglag siya ng mga taong tinulungan niya. Kapal! Di ba? Now, this is what he wrote in the book of Psalm 54 naman. Sabi niya, save me, O God, by your name. Vindicate me by your mind. Hear my prayer, O God, and listen to the words of my mouth. 
And then said, strangers are attacking me, ruthless men seek my life, men without regard for God. Salah. Ano ibig sabihin ng salah? Hindi kami Hindi, ibig sabihin nun, you, you stop, you, you, you pause for a while, think about it. Sabi niya, you, you think about, parang sabi ni David, eto mga sinabi ko, God, you are my God, and so on. You know, you stop and think about it. Meditate. Yun ibig sabihin ng salah. Yun ang totoong ibig sabihin. And then he said, verse 4, I love this. Surely God is my help. The Lord is the one. He declared, God is my help. Amen. Not just his help, but he is the one who sustains me. And that's the reason why I would always say that in times of weakness, God is the source of our strength. So just to go, the story goes on, went on. Saul departed from the Lord. He went to a witch. Because he's been seeking God. He's been, uh, he, has, he has asked the, the, the priest, even the prophet, ano ba ang word ni God para sa kanila? You know, uh, kung sila'y magwawagi sa laban ng iyon. And, and because he departed from God, he received no guidance. Okay? Now, uh, paintulutan niyo lang ulit. Magtanong, ang daming lalaro sa isip ko eh. Tanong ko lang kayo. Naranasan niyo na hubang magtanong sa Diyos at ang Diyos ay walang sagot? Lord, bakit nangyari ito? God, ang gagawin ko dito? Paano ang pakakalis dito? Oh God. Silent. Have you ever experienced that? It doesn't feel good. Right? Lalo na pagka andong ka na sa deadline. It doesn't feel good. And there is always a tendency, if God doesn't answer, I'll find another answer. Is it possible? Parang God, kung ayaw mong sumagot, okay, didiscate ako. And that is where most of us would again fail because we have not set God in the middle of our situation, really saw God. But let me just give you some practical tips. If we've been seeking God and hindi siya sumasagot, number one, probably we have some unconfessed sin. Because the Bible, David even said, God, if I regard iniquity in my heart, He will not hear me. Kaya nga pag lumalapit tayo sa Panginoon, mingi tayo laging kapatawaran. Hindi, hindi pengi ka agad. Saliksikin muna natin puso natin. Kasi kung mayroong mga itinatago dyan at ayaw pa kawalang kasalahanan, yan ang numero unong hadlang kung ba tayo hindi makarin. Na Hindi sa hindi makarin, kundi bakit ang Diyos hindi tumutugon? Nalayang Isaiah 59, 1 and 2, sabi, ang kamay ng Diyos hindi maikli para kaabutin ang kanyang tenga, hindi bingi para kapakinggan. Subalit dahil sa inyong mga kasalanan para bagang kumikli ang kamay niya at ang kanyang tenga ay naging bingi para hindi ka mahini. Now, aside from sin, another reason, another possible reason I know kung bakit parang hindi tumutugod ang Diyos is ito yun. Balikan mo yung huling sinabi sa'yo ng Diyos. Baka may sinabi na sa'yo nun pero hindi mo ginagawa. Kahit ako, pag nagsabi ako sa inyo ng, ng team at hindi nyo ginawa, huwag ka na umasa ang sasabihan pa kita. Kasi wala kang plano sa tunod. Na, Naunawa niyo po ba? 
So, balikan natin. Ano ba yung huling sinabi sa atin ng Diyos? Baka naman kailangan sabi ng Diyos, gawin mo muna yan, saka kita bibigyan ulit. Hindi ka na hindi. Hindi mo naman pinipili mo na susundin mo. Sabi ng Lord sa atin. So, yun yung mga dalawang praktikal lang na alam ko. Bakit minsan tayo hindi? No, kasi ganun si Saul eh. Dahil may kasalanan siya. Ayaw sumagot ng Diyos. Nagpunta siya sa mga kukulang. Sabi niya, buti pa siya kahit pa rin yung kaway sumasagot. Ha? Buti pa siya, masahawa ko lang itong mga mamahaling kristal. Sumasagot. Now, Saul departed from the Lord and so there's no guidance. Well, on the other hand, David looked to God for courage and guidance. Totally different. And then, again, just to cut the story short, battle upon battle, you know, ang napanalunan ni David, they even got that the trust and the favor of Akish, one of the generals ng, ng, ng mga Philistine. Could you imagine kaaway nila? Nakuha niya yung pabor ng kaaway niya? Wow! And, and, and I, just, I just remember, you know, sabi ng book of Proverbs, if a man's ways pleases God, he will even make his enemies to be at peace with him. Well, anyway, yeah, I, just, I was just reminded of that. Pero, you know, ito na yun, ito na, ito na. Look at this. I, I love this. Kanina, paano nakatagpo ng, ng, ng kalakasan si David sa Panginoon? Sa pamagitan ng kanyang kaibigan at sa salita ng Diyos. Tama ba? Okay. Ngayon ito, kasama niyo mga mighty men niya, nakuha niyo yung pabor ng kaaway niya, blinness sila, binigyan ng sariling lupain para manirahan doon, magsimula ng pamilya, and so on, and so forth. And then, kasama nila, makikipagdigma, sana sila sa mga Israelita, pero thank God, inspire sila ni God, hindi sila pinasama. So, bumalik sila. So, na-imagine ko yung sitwasyon nila. Tuwan-tuwa sila. Muntik na nating kaawayin yung sarili nating mga kababayan. Ha. Buti na lang, talagang ang Diyos ay kasama natin. Alika, magpulit na, oh, praise the Lord. Praising, praising sila, no? Kasi bless the bless. Hindi ba? Pagdating nila sa siklag, hello, maawit pa sila. Kasama natin ang Diyan. Di ako. Ano yan? <laughs> Kaso pagdating sa siklag, this is what they discovered. Their houses were burned down. All their possessions were gone. Even their wives and children were taken captive. Could you imagine that? Kagagaling mo lang sa blessing. Hindi mo para enjoy yung blessing ng gusto. Tapos may problema na. Naranasan nyo na ba? Hindi pa tapos ang problema, may bago na naman pumabatong. Binabayaran mo pa lang to, meron ka na naman bagong utang na babayaran. Kasi umutang ka lang para ibayad mo doon sa kabilang utang. Come on! And how did, how did David find strength? Wala si Jonathan para mag-encourage sa kanya. You know what David did? It was through his experiential knowledge of God. Because of how God manifested himself to David. Because of how God had helped David in the past. That is what he did. And so, ito yung nangyari. David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of what? Kasama mo? Papatayin ka sa droga? Hanggang mabato ka. I mean, imagine this. Your close comrades. Mabatoyin ka hanggang mamatay. 
Kok sih di oke makakam. Aa makakasu bukan tayo ha. Aa wang mung bung. Sebuah mung, sebuah mung. Oi kau sab. Lachena. Why? Because the Bible says when they went back to Siklag, they were crying all day and because they were the, listen, real men cry. Hello? So, <laughs> kasi yung tulo sa akin, tatay ko, tatay ko sundalo. Huwag kayo! <laughs> But anyway, they were crying and they lost strength. Yun ang sabi ng Biblia. Na wala nang silang lakas, kaiiyak, kaiiyak. And that was, you know, kaya nila ito naisipan, David, kasama ka namin, kami ko. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. And if I'm David, Jonathan, asan ka? Kailangan ko encouragement. Ito yung kasama ko, ayaw ko encourage. Then they do it ako. But you know what David did? Kumarap siya sa lamin. I said, David, kaya niya. Dahil walang tumapik sa likuran niya. Buti naman mahaba-haba yung braso niya. Siya na ang tumapik sa salamin niya. David, kaya niya. David, kasama mo. Sabi ni David, sino? Si David. This is what David did. David found strength in the Lord his God. Unlike the New King James Version says, David encouraged himself in the Lord. Kanina, thank God for gathering to make friends we have. But what if kung wala sila sa pag-igid mo and many times wala sila? Many times hindi nila alam yung dinadaanan natin. Kasi hindi mo naman sila tinetext. Boy, pa-pray niyo ako. Gusto mong gawin sila mga hula. Dapat alam niyan, ano? Hindi. Nung wala silang kasama, you know what David did? He encouraged himself in the Lord. Why was he able to encourage himself? I mean, di ba, madaling mag-encourage ng iba, pero pag sarili mo na ang hihat. Madaling magpayo sa iba. Wala kang pera. Uy, magtiwala ka lang kay God. Pero pag ikaw nang walang pera, hindi na si El Shaddai, hanap mo si El Bombay. <laughs> David found strength in the Lord his God. And again, that's the reason why I say in times of weakness, God is the source the first thing. Whether there is somebody to help or none at all, the truth remains the same. That God is the source of our strength. And because of the truth, we can always worship Him in the beauty of His holiness. We hope you were inspired by that message. Watch out for more updates on coming events in our website at www.victoryalabang.org. You can also be part of the family by liking us on Facebook.com slash Victory Alabang and following us on Twitter.com slash Victory Alabang. Thank you and stay connected.